My guest today is a technical and business analyst, an actor, a trailblazer, and a firm believer of the future of cryptocurrencies and basically the crypto markets and possibly crypto technologies, essentially. I met Bola Deumi at an event a mutual friend organized, and we spoke a lot about the state of Africa, Nigeria, and cryptocurrencies. During the NSAS movement, which took place in Nigeria in October 2020, the youth that were protesting and asking for good governance used cryptocurrency to finance the movement. As the Nigerian banks had blocked their accounts, thereby stifling access to funds for which these youths used in feeding and then looking after themselves over a two-week period. So, I first heard about cryptocurrency back in 2011 and I thought, nope, sounds like scam, keep me out of it. In 2018, however, I started to learn more about blockchain technology, which led me back to, uh, to cryptography and cryptocurrency. I mean, if I had a magic wand right now, I would go back to 2011 and buy me some Bitcoins. Well, so Bola has been following the crypto markets for the past three to four years since Bitcoin crash in, well, the Bitcoin crash of 2019, I think. I am personally looking forward to learning more about Bola's journey in the crypto markets and what we can all learn from him as well. Myself, I'm Bimbola, an energy analyst, a sales manager, and a data scientist. And I love spending time with friends and family when I'm not podcasting. Before I continue though, I'd like to acknowledge the support of Pace of Invest, a global financial advisory and wealth management firm based in Germany, France, and Nigeria. If you're looking to create generational wealth and understand how to manage your finances, do contact the Paystop Invest team on their website, paystopinvest.com, or their social media pages. They offer services to individuals and corporate bodies alike. Without further ado, I'd like to welcome you listeners to the Blue Citron podcast, where we discuss journeys, lifestyle, culture, and more. As we like to say, it is more about empowered by Blue Citron. So, Bola, welcome to Blue Citron. Thank you, Bims. Thank you for having me. Much appreciated. You're welcome. So with your journey within the crypto market, I am quite curious. You did say, you know, you've been looking at this since, I'll say, well, since 2019, past three to four years even. Um, what, what, has, what has that been like for you? Why cryptocurrency? And what's next after cryptocurrency? Let's hear you. Okay um yeah that's quite it's been quite a journey um i'll say like most people you know that come across you know cryptocurrencies the first thing you hear of is bitcoin that's correct know? and everybody jumps in, oh what is bitcoin you know is it some kind of strange technology people use to illegally transfer money is it something on the dark web and all those kind of things and then you're coming from there and then you find out that oh okay Bitcoin is actually based on a technology, you know, cryptographic, you know, technology. And then from there you go, you, you just start to discover, you know, um, different kinds of um, currencies, um, such as, you know, Litecoin, Ethereum, etc. But I think it's really important that everybody kind of understands that currencies, for example, like Bitcoin, which people use to transfer money, is basically um a form of payment based on um cryptographic technology okay you know and that can be in the form of blockchains okay it can be in the form of um other uh, what we call um dlts which are basically distributed ledgers so mm -hmm. you know um, um bitcoin is a form of a distributed ledger kind of thing um yeah. and uses blockchain technology but the important thing is what it allows you to do. Okay. Right. And the whole yeah. idea is that when it was conceived, the idea is that Bitcoin would be used as a currency that I could use to send money to you without any middleman. It was okay. meant to be independent of government controls. It was meant to be independent of 
financial institutions, you would be your own bank. I would be my own bank. Therefore, if things happen in the larger society and there was government manipulation, like, you know, devaluation of currencies, mm-hmm. you know, which happens in different countries and which has also happened in Nigeria and it's controlled by the governments, that wouldn't be the case with cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin. Bitcoin has no central person who is actually, you know, controlling it. And the initial inventor, you know, of Bitcoin never even declared his own name. He went, he used a, um, a pseudo name, Satoshi Nakamoto. Yeah. So nobody till today knows whether Satoshi Nakamoto is actually alive, dead, is it a he or a she? And what that person looks like, yeah. Or what that person looks like. There is a suspicion as to, you know, that one person may have an idea or two people, you know. Okay. But till today, we don't know who. Otherwise, it was government... even a suspicion of Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> I can assure you, it's definitely not Elon Musk. <laughs> and, you know, somebody has once, you know, claimed that they were, the, you know, the writers, the, you know, the, the original writer of um, um, the Bitcoin white paper and that he was Satoshi Nakamoto. And then while they were in court, because they were disputing some of the initial wallets that held so much Bitcoin. Yep. So, and then the court asked this particular person to, okay, if you're the owner, okay, mm-hmm. what are the wallets? You yeah. know, some of these original wallets. So he said he, he had custody of the wallets. You know, he knew what the wallets were. And then during the course of the trial, somebody moved money from the original Bitcoin wallets. The first set of Bitcoin wallets. And when the money moved, the courts then asked him, did you move the money? You know, can you put And he couldn't. Mm, right. So that's what brought in the contention again as to whether he was legitimate owner of these wallets which were in contention. So till today, nobody, even the courts, know who Satoshi Nakamoto is or was. Right. Yeah, right. So that's that's kind of like a background, but the whole idea is that I can send money to you, we can do <laughs> trade without uh, in a decentralized manner. And when we say decentralized, it simply means that there isn't a central body, yeah, like a government or a central institution like a bank. So, for example, in the example that you know, um, in the example you mentioned where um, the youth in Nigeria were funding you know certain activities. Mm-hmm that they wanted to do because they had a cause that they were fighting for and then mm-hmm. the banks you know closed down on their accounts yeah okay but you can't close down you can close down the accounts used to fund a bitcoin wallet but you can't close down the wallet that is right so as long as i've already moved the cash into the wallet okay and mm-hmm. i've bought bitcoin or whatever it is i can send that money to whoever the challenge that person would just have is how they get take get that money out, you know, and convert it to a usable currency. Right. You know, and that's where, you know, governments tend to try and, you know, when a government is upset about certain things, try to, you know, prevent this freedom of uh, financial movement, so to say. Interesting. Okay. Yes. Interesting. But, but you can do this with so many, you know, other things, you know, other currencies. So Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ethereum, all of these techno, all of these currencies, which mm-hmm. are based on um, crypt- cryptographic um, engineering or blockchain mm-hmm. technology or a mm-hmm. DLT, mm-hmm. you know, which is a distributed ledger, which mm-hmm. is just what it, it is, is, you know, um, you can do that. If I send Ethereum to you, you can simply have that Ethereum converted to um, um, GBP or USD, yeah. and then yeah. simply that. In the same way, I can send you Litecoin. I can send you, you know, others. One of the reasons why Bitcoin is, you know, so preferred is because of the level of security that I is see. engineered into the original design. Right. What, right. Yeah. And when why how why we say this is because when i when i send you um, a currency those parts of the distributed ledger so the distributed ledger just means that there are many computers okay that hold the same record 
of all the transactions. Okay. Therefore, the information is distributed. As opposed to if it was a bank and they'd have all, all your bank data on one server. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So therefore, instead of the ledger that holds the information, you know, of the transaction being on one central server, that information is on thousands of different computers around the world which are involved in the Bitcoin network. Right. And therefore, if if one of them goes down, the network will still continue to work. Which is very much different for the fiat, which is the banks. Yes. Exactly. If, if, if your bank has a major problem, okay, you know, mm-hmm. and in some countries, the bank, you know, you go to your, your internet, you just say, oh, um, um, site not available or mm-hmm. uh, please check back, you know, so, so you know, those kind of things. And that's one of the, that's one of the benefits. It, it basically has automatic fail fail safe. Right, right, yeah. right, right, right. The, the challenge people have with Bitcoin as a currency is that when you send money, because of the way the information is kept on all of these um, thousands of machines, yes, each of them updates. And each of them has a copy of the entire network and all the transactions that ever passed through. So in a simple way of explaining it, it takes quite a while for each of these computers, which are referred to as nodes, mm-hmm. okay, to now update and confirm mm-hmm. the transaction. Right. And for, for each of the currencies that are used, a certain number of confirmations are required before it's said that the transaction is is true okay. and accepted by the network. There has to be that consensus All right. between the nodes. And this is why a lot of times you hear that, oh, you know, Bitcoin, oh, somebody sent some cryptocurrencies for me. I have to wait. You know, I'm waiting. I can see um, one consensus, two consensus, and things mm-hmm. like that. It basically refers to the fact that there has to be an agreement between the various computers mm-hmm. or nodes which are serving as nodes that are actually processing it and that's how it ensures the security mm, interesting on the, on the network yes you know um so that's that's basically you know the, um, the very simplistic you know a, a simple way to kind of explain how it works but using it as currencies, cryptographic currencies, many of them basically follow the same kind of principle. I see, I see, I see. All right, interesting. So, and of course, the decentralized uh, manner or the, the fact that it is decentralized is, is what makes it even more attractive to a lot of people, as you say, you know, because obviously if one system goes down, all the other systems are not down, which is the exact opposite of if a bank gets burnt or maybe a bank you know gets gets closed down and then the money is gone you know so yeah. very or, interesting bit or an interesting thing you know in some countries currently where there's a lot of devaluation going on so if yes. you go to um some country like venezuela yeah okay and you find out that you know all of a sudden either inflation has caused you know your money that you work for to become almost valueless yeah. you understand? and you're being paid in bundles of bundles of notes just to buy basic food essentials you know that is quite sad i do That's understand quite, yeah quite sad but then also there's an interesting thing with that has happened over the years what has happened if you look at money generally and this is one of the beautiful things that you know bitcoin and cryptocurrencies you know generally you know especially the ones that are used as actual currencies have are mm-hmm. trying to solve isn't that if you look at every currency that has been printed by every government in the world yeah. they have always eventually gone literally to zero i see every currency over time literally goes to zero and a number of factors cause this part of it is inflation economic cycles and also the way that money is actually fiat money the way fiat money is used mm-hmm is such that the way it is used that the money eventually sort of goes 
back to the government. You pay, you know, there are taxes of which are okay. You know, we should pay our taxes. This is not to say we shouldn't pay our taxes, but the way money is used. Let me. I'll give an example. During COVID, the U.S. government has printed more money than literally in the entire history of the U.S. Um, in, in the entirety of U.S.'s um, America's history. Okay. Really? Wow. Yeah. You know the amount that has been printed. So what happens is a country's GDP doesn't just grow at the rate at which money is being printed currently. And that's not just with regards to America, it's also with regards to um, the UK and countries around the world. Okay? And this is this is an example, for example, I've just mentioned COVID. But also yeah. remember, a few years ago, we had the major banking crisis around the world. But we had mm-hmm. a credit crisis and governments printed money Simply just to be able to match up with you to, to to combat the crisis basically was, exactly. wasn't that during wasn't that 2008 i think yeah, when there was that issue of the yes. mortgage you know exactly. situation exactly yeah. so what happened is your money has now been devalued right in your pocket okay as a result of that whereas one of the things with bitcoin particularly is that when it was engineered and designed it was only ever going to have a limited supply which is the true definition of money it should actually just have a fixed limited supply so that the value is quote-unquote fixed in that regard okay nobody can just print more yeah secondly if you look at some of these currencies they serve as universal currencies they're not Mm -hmm. owned by a single government US dollar, the GBP. So therefore, the influence of one nation state over the currency is limited. Interesting. I find that very interesting, you know, because uh, if I just, sorry to interrupt you, if I just reel back to Africa fairly quickly, we have this 13 French-speaking African countries, 13 or more, I I don't know now the top of my head. that have their currencies printed in France. Basically, France yes. technically owns them. Yes. You know, it's not it doesn't sound good to the ear, it but right. it is what it is. It does not sound right exactly. So these countries could literally rely on uh, the crypto uh, cryptoverse or crypto universe. In fact, there's a very good example of this. As we're talking hmm. speaking mainly as using cryptocurrencies. Yeah. And not just the underlying technologies, which we can talk about much, you know, in much more later. Yeah. So recently, El Salvador, okay, decided yep. to accept um, Bitcoin as full legal tender and made it mandatory that um, uh, shops should be able mm-hmm. to accept it at the counter. Really? Yeah. I I didn't know about this. So, How recent is this? So this is um, about three, is it two and a half months? I would okay. say about three months, two and a half months, yes. Um, I'll mention, you know, before we finish, uh, a, a couple of channels that are really good to follow. Okay, um, okay. Of course, as we say, you know, in the um, crypto sphere, um, mm-hmm. do your own research. Yeah, exactly. D-Y-O-R. You know, I mentioned this to a couple of friends. I dropped some names of some coins, you know, the way you the way we drop the abbreviated names snx <laughs> btc and then i put a comma dyor and the response i got was what coin is that and I, <laughs> I, I for me it was a simple question and i answered i was like oh but before i was able to answer the other friends in the group were like oh my god they basically made fun of this friend of ours and i was like guys calm down dyor simply means do your own research it's it's become an acronym that has been, you know, that has become important, not yeah. just to crypto world, but to anything, yeah. you know, to anything. But anyway, sorry to interrupt you, Bella. Go not ahead. Problem, not a problem. So what happened was, and, and I'll, I'll reference back to, you know, when you said, oh, some people said, you know, maybe what Elon Musk is um, Satoshi Nakamoto. Satoshi, it, yeah. It's just, just it's, it's not possible. So mm-hmm. in fact, there was a time Elon Musk raised some concerns about Bitcoin. You know, right. that he felt that because his companies pioneer or 
you know, um, aim to pioneer or state that, you know, they are very much into green energy. Yes. Okay, and the conservation and proper use, efficient use of energy. Yeah. And he raised a concern, you know, which caused some turbulence in the cryptocurrency markets that, you know, um, Bitcoin, you consume too much energy, you know, and he raised you know, a number of issues. Now, later, you know, there were debates about it and, you know, he agreed to come on, you know, online for an online debate with um, the, um, the former um, CEO of Twitter who just stepped down now. Okay. And has you know gone fully like fully cryptocurrency um but what happened was part of the issues that came out of that was a concern that you know about energy you know consumption mm. so el salvador then came out and said they intend to use volcanic energy i see power right. mining and that is what they've done because volcanic energy is basically energy that is literally untapped people yeah basically you understand and so that is part of what you know, um, um, El Salvador are now pushing on the front, you know, with their, you know, in, in terms of their, they're actually mining as a government. They are I mining see. Bitcoin, you know, as an institution, they are mining Bitcoin. Now, when they came up with this and El Salvador said that, okay, they're going to make, of course, as legal tender, certain countries, developed countries such as the US, you know, etc., were not too happy with this. And certain monetary bodies interesting okay but el salvador you know decided to still go ahead so presently it is official legal tender in el salvador hmm. yeah. so Impressive. these are these are these are you know the beginnings of where you now have not just individuals you know initially people would say oh it's people that are doing illegal activities that use bitcoin and cryptocurrencies okay Maybe, of course, with every good thing, there will be one or two bad actors and characters. Of course, yeah. It's the nature of human beings and, you know, technology, new technology. The same thing when the internet started, you know, certain people tried to, you know, basically take advantage and things like that. Um, Mm -hmm. So, what we have is a case where people thought, okay, it was used for legal activities and people realized, okay, there was much more to it. You know yeah. individuals then corporations and at a time certain banks you know and heads of banks for example you know i believe jp morgan um said you know if they find any of their staff dealing in cryptocurrencies or buying bitcoin they'll fire them did they know it's back their words i thought the same person that said it did, did they not eat back their words they because did. there you go <laughs> not only did they eat their words jp morgan as an institution Mm-hmm. not only developed blockchain but also had there was a jp morgan coin i see uh-huh. you know so that shows the evolution of that then mm-hmm. as a, about two years ago visa and mastercard were like oh no we don't have anything with cryptocurrencies we're not touching that 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 stuff doesn't work etc mm-hmm. now it's a race between jp wow. morgan and uh visa in terms of how quickly they can take on these developments as currencies. Okay. Then you have PayPal. Mm-hmm. I know about PayPal's. Yeah. Good. I, PayPal. Yeah. PayPal is quite interesting. I, I, I remember, you know, recently, um, I haven't followed, you know, the, the most recent developments over the last, I'll say maybe three months with regards to them. But okay. prior to that, what happened with PayPal, PayPal was like, okay, we have to get on this bandwagon now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but what they said was they were they approached it interestingly like okay, you could make payments with cryptocurrencies, but yeah. what would happen is that you were not going to get your the difference in the payments. You couldn't basically take cryptocurrencies out. You could take the equivalent in cash. I so see. For, so, yes. So for example, if I paid you, you know, maybe you know, for something. Uh huh. Or if I put, if I put, let's say BTC in, mm-hmm. I, BTC, I couldn't take BTC out. Yeah, you would only be able to take the equivalent in cash exactly. for that day, the equivalent yes. at that day, because the yes. price is constantly. Yeah, yes. got you. So the question, got so the question is why? Mm-hmm. And because they could just simply give you the equivalent of the BTC in terms of okay, is it zero point one or zero point zero, whatever it is. Yep. And the reason is because it became a race. And it is still a race 
by the different institutions to acquire as much of, of certain cryptocurrencies like BTC. as possible yeah yes before the full cap is reached i see on BTC, and this is why the race is on with regards to um, um bitcoin as a cryptocurrency mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. now you do also have other cryptocurrencies it's important to note that there are you know there are other cryptocurrencies of course okay? yeah there's ethereum there's litecoin there's luna there's solana there's solana yeah. and each of them some are almost copies of the other so for example litecoin which a lot of yeah. people liked was because litecoin was a copy of bitcoin i see except that they you know certain changes you know were adopted okay, okay. so that it was faster because bitcoin is somewhat slow uh-huh. you know if i send you a transaction it might take some time the other time it could take up to half an hour uh-huh. and it simply wouldn't serve the purpose of everyday transactions yeah okay you need money okay maybe you want to pay for coffee you know take you're at the coffee shop they've served you coffee it takes half an hour for the payment to go from your phone to the coffee your coffee is already you know to the coffee shop your coffee is already cold it's already cold that's the end of the coffee exactly. that's the end of the coffee it's not it's not practicable for everyday purpose in I, terms I of you know yeah. in terms of micro payments yeah so, and as a result of this it, it it kind of opened the way for other cryptocurrencies that could be faster mm-hmm. that the charges were less yep okay and that could be used for micro payments and everyday transactions paying for coffee paying for you know taxis etc yeah okay yeah. and this is where you now started to see okay bitcoin cash mm-hmm. turned up like i said there was also litecoin yep okay um and then from there you know other people decided okay you know we don't want to be a copy of bitcoin we have we want to do ours we want to do ours and you know of course you then had um ethereum ethereum yes that came up you know and and ethereum right now is is has much more broader use cases apparently i did hear about that yes yes Yes. entire major industries are being um created on ethereum. on ethereum blockchain yeah and ethereum blockchain yeah. also yeah. on solana but the, the the initial pioneer for such was ethereum interesting yeah you know i find solana very interesting right because okay. not that i know so much about solana i mean again dyor do your own research yeah uh, i looked at it i listened to some of this um um youtubers you okay. know this this good youtubers one of them i think you you actually pointed out to me is is very well known which one is um, that ivan on tech okay ivan on so, tech yeah yeah yes. so i'd heard from ivan on tech and i heard from uh can't quite remember the name now this guy crypto, i think he's south crypto, african crypto man ran i recommended crypto man ran to you crypto banter the, crypto that's the one crypto banter he, he has be, a south african be, accent yes of, of some sort. yeah very current you know everyday things happening I that would be crypto banter right crypto banter um and elio traits elio and elio traits yes. yes and i think i heard about solana from uh ivan on tech because ivan on tech i took him so serious and yes. then he decided to to sort of you know transition a bit into um i don't know he still does his youtube but he, he was beginning to spend less time on the youtube channel to uh something else now more of training people actually which is also good but anyway i heard about solana from him and uh also heard about solana from uh, uh this uh uh african guy that you also talked about uh, yeah. ian balina okay ian balina okay okay very very good um uh, he has this channel called um Token metrics. What's his channel? Token metrics, yeah. Himself uh, and Bill. That's one of the guys on his token metrics, Bill. And then um, there's another guy now, Forrest yeah. or something. Those three guys are solid. So I had heard from these two channels, uh, Ivan on Tech, Ian Balina, Token Metrics about Solana. And I thought, ah, okay, I'll get me some Solana. 
I'd have lost out <laughs> on, on Bitcoin. I'll get me some Solana. And that was what I did. And I forgot about Solana. Oh, I wow. Got some, you, you, I, you're, in, you're rich now. I, I am. <laughs> I am. Honestly, because I, I got it and I just thought, ah, okay, it's there. And then, but I didn't, I didn't get much, but I got, I got enough. Let's just okay. put it that way. Yeah, you know, because how, how much was Solana when I got it? Probably a pound, um, a dollar wow. or so, a dollar or 50 cents, one of them. Oh my and God. I was like, I was like, eh, I'm not sure about this coin, but let me just get this little amount. So I got very little amount, more than 10. So fingers crossed, way, way more than 10. Um, I think I got 20 or 25. I can't remember now, but yeah. I, I need to check again because what I do is I also stake. But anyway, I got Solana and I just left it there because I was concentrating on other coins like, oh my God, my Ethereum, Ethereum, when is it going up? Ethereum, Bitcoin, when is it going up? So this is the lesson for me. Sometimes one of this, some of these underdogs, right? When you listen to this technical people and you hear the use case of the, of, of the coins, then, you know, I would say, to myself again do your own research and then give it a try you know so yeah i am okay with solana now and what it's doing now is just basically growing on its own and what do i mean by growing on its own i'm just staking it really i'm not even touching it i'm not selling i'm staking 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 another one that has proved to be really good is matic so when i got it it was called polygon uh, yeah. Someone talked about it. Um, one of these guys as well. I think it was Elio Trades, and um, yeah, and from the comments, people were like, "Oh, this is this is just fake." Blah blah blah. People were laughing at it, but I was like, "Hmm." I decided to do my own research, and I'm like, mm, "I'll get some. I'll get me some." How much was Polygon? Zero point zero five. So I oh. got me quite a size. Because what zero point what zero point zero five? Do you understand? I got me a good, good, good chunk of Matic. Uh, of Polygon, then it became Matic. When I saw that it jumped from 0.05 to $1, oh my goodness, I started to dance. Like, <laughs> what? This is insane. Well, Imagine spending just... $5 or five pounds for something and then it goes into the thousands. That's just, that's so, insane. So I would recommend that you hold on to your Matic. I am, yes. I'm not touching it, I'm staking it. <laughs> yes, yes, but apart from that, there's, um, uh, there's gonna about to be some good news with regards to Matic. Oh. Oh. I believe over the next few days. Okay. With regards to Matic, so I would definitely hold on to Matic. It's likely to pump more. It started pumping, I think, as at yesterday. Right. Yeah. Right. And it will likely pump a bit more, um, because I, I do believe that they they're about to, you know, release some information with that's related to. Um, uh, roll-ups what's called mm -hmm. what we what is referred to as roll-ups optimistic yeah. roll-ups and basically for your viewers what roll-ups means is that so matic for example is is referred to as a layer two it works yeah. on top of ethereum the challenge I with see. ethereum is that ethereum is uses a different technology from bitcoin it's faster and its use case is being used by so many things for example decentralized finance nfts which are non-fungible tokens but because now people have created so many industries on top of it so many people everywhere using it and huge industries are actually you know floating on top of it 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 it, it doesn't have the capacity the speed capacity to cater for the volume so okay. because of this okay another you know other technologies have come and decided that okay we will use the technology of ethereum which is referred to as a layer one mm -hmm. okay and they sit on top of it as a layer two okay and what happens is when ethereum normally will do certain computations okay which is what causes it to take some time okay yeah. they would those computations would be offloaded off of ethereum onto the layer twos which are able to do those computations much faster okay and then the results or feedback that's required is then sent back to ethereum okay so this is what we call this is what we you know generally refer to as layer twos okay you know now within the layer two realms 
okay because so many industries are built on ethereum so much value is now locked into ethereum okay ethereum is here to stay yeah you know and we could have hours and days of discussions just on ethereum alone and industries that are on it for example decentralized finance yeah. which yeah. is literally cannot take in will potentially be the biggest risk to the banking the, the, the normal centralized bank they are yes yeah. <laughs> i don't want to go too far you know but today yeah. on your, you know, because of your viewers but that's just one use case another use case is nfts which we might talk about a little later if we do have some time but we will talk about nft for sure probably okay. even have another session on nft because okay. it's, it's it's something people really want to know Great. about it, 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 yeah. it's going to be everything literally nfts are going to be they, they change the world it's the next right. one that are metaverse right. metaverses are going to eat up uh cryptos really yes nft wow. sorry nfts and gaming yes are going to eat up cryptos huh. with metaverse okay. yes because it is the application of all these things that have been happening over the years and now we have the use cases not just right. the technologies be, because but the before, use case exactly yeah. we have use cases initially what was happening is the technology was there but apart from me sending it to you and using it to me as a currency mm-hmm. okay we didn't really have other use cases now we do okay so there's an explosion right. just about it's like a volcano about to erupt and the first and you know it's it's like um it's like you go to a buffet mm-hmm. okay or let's say a sales okay you go to yeah. the most expensive shop in the world let's say maybe harrods you know on ex- yeah. amazing expensive boutique and there's a sales and it's the first person in gets the best sales so the first person to, if you can quickly see just like you said you can quickly find the solanas when they were at one dollar or 0.05 yeah. i mean solana right now is 221 to something yeah yes and it's still, it's still, solana will likely go to a thousand are you joking if, yeah if we go to a peak this year if we have a full cycle you yeah. know in this bitcoin cycle it's yeah. very likely solana a lot of the estimations that solana would would you know would do it a 4x or you know four to five x so hold on to your solana i yes. am i'm not touching it okay. <laughs> i'm not touching now, it now so this is back, interesting back to the issue of the layer twos what's happening is that these layer twos so let me quickly touch on Solana. Yes. Because Ethereum became slow as uh-huh. as an everyday um for, for everyday use purposes. Yeah. Okay. Ethereum could not handle the volume. All of a sudden, so many people woke up and said, Wow, Ethereum can do stuff. For example, decentralized finance. You yes. can earn, you know, four hundred percent, you know, on your savings or on your cryptos, whereas you're earning two percent in the bank mm-hmm. so people started to flood you have decentralized finance. you can lock up money they were loaning protocols where you can take your cryptos stake them or provide them as liquidity for other people to loan and there's no bank everything is controlled by smart contracts that is right no financial institution all you have is the association that governs the um, the network mm-hmm. okay and you have smart contracts once the smart contracts have been proofed and vetted you're good to go the, the risk you have is if the smart contract gets hacked then you can lose everything because there were no governments to save your money yeah. and that is the, the inherent risk you have to be a risk taker to be in the in the environment of cryptos. That is the idea is, to, huh. you know, to, to know your risk tolerance level mm-hmm. and to take calculated risks that you feel you can afford to lose if it goes. And that's very important to stress because, yes. you know, people do say, oh, it's risky. It's very it's 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 uh, it, the volatility is really high. And yeah, it's correct. Risky volatility is high as well. Uh, but just like any other financial investments out there, again, not not a financial advice to go ahead and get into crypto or anything. Please, whoever's listening, do your own research and, you know, 
go ahead and make your own choice whatever you want to do but this is information that we're just sharing and discussing yes so yeah because even when you (laughs) i remember um uh just recently well not recently a couple of years ago I decided I was going to uh, invest in stocks uh, in the UK. So I decided to use uh, Barclays Bank. I bank with Barclays, uh, not even just Barclays or even in the UK. I, I have stocks in Nigeria. My goodness, I don't even know what they're worth now. I've always mm-hmm. been investing in stocks. But, you know, one minute it looks good. The next minute it's wiped out. Yes. I remember investing in, in, in an oil company that has gone down now. I invested quite, not. I mean, not too much, but, you know, it's one of those things that is say, be prepared if anything happens. You know, your stocks will go down, you know, uh, and could be wiped out or it could go up. This company, Afren is the name. They don't exist anymore because of some situation that happened with uh, the management and so on and so forth. But they don't exist anymore. But these guys were literally the bell of the ball just 2013, 14, 15, you know. Mm. Or possibly, I take the 15 back, I would say between 2010 and 2014, they were the bell of the ball in, you know, in the energy space, in the oil and gas space, you know, Afrin, yeah. Afrin, Afrin. But where's Afrin today? You see what Afrin. I mean? And where's my money? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, you know, that's that's the risk of, you know... Um, of you investing. Know, of, of investing. But you know what they say, you know, uh, fortune favors the bold. True. You know, so... True. True. And that, that brings me to something, like in cryptos, that there is spread small seeds hmm. if you can find the right seeds early spread them 0.0505 you know if you can find the, you know the early solanas the early matics yeah and co and i would try and drop a bit of alpha before going okay before we end okay. this session but um quickly back to solana and um, matic and the layer twos yeah. so what happens yeah. is because of the the challenges on ethereum so when solana was designed it was designed totally different it uses uh-huh. a different concept it uses a clock me- um, mechanism which updates i believe um once every 400 milliseconds okay you know and so okay. so it, its mechanism is kind of different but it, it's fast uh-huh. and it's super cheap to do transactions right. so one of the challenges with ethereum is that ethereum works better than um it has a lot more use cases you know quite a number of use cases on like bitcoin okay but doing a transaction is expensive on ethereum you could decide to you know buy um let's say for example super farm which is a very good and i would you know not financial advice but you know you may want to you know i got i got i got super fun and then i dumped it <laughs> oh, you may want to pick it up you know okay that's that's saying. a good one With yeah maybe maybe because you're 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 elio's fan <laughs> well, I, I i follow elio I, I call him the gentleman of crypto he know. really is yes. however <laughs> i do you know um I'm, I'm you know i i almost religiously follow certain other channels like crypto crypto banter crypto banter you know. yeah um i follow um alex becker so each of them i you know have their own thing um yeah. is, you know phenomenal at finding what's about to happen right the right. new trend that right. you know others may not have spotted he's be, he's been talking about nfts you know, like for four years and gaming he has that okay. is so true yeah crypto man, crypto man ran is literally in his own space when it comes to what's hot right now what's hot that is is cooking but you haven't seen i see do you understand apart from that he has a phenomenal heart for you know encouraging his community and things like that but and then alex becker is you know he he basically is only about gaming i see gaming coins gaming industry what you know how to look for what might be the next hottest game Mm -hmm. so each of them have their use cases you know even um ivan on tech I did courses, mm-hmm. you know, on the Ivan on Text Academy, you know, as right. part, of my, part of my foray into, you know, this whole space. I did yep. several courses there to give me a mm-hmm. better understanding about it. So, you know, he's a trainer, especially he is a trainer. Developers. If you're a developer, I, you know, definitely, you know, I, I would say look at the courses there. He's got some of the best courses you can find. And, you know, in terms of um, people who have gone through his courses, 
you know. Mm-hmm. Right. I want to quickly wrap up on you know on the issue of Solana and LTs. Yes. So yeah. Solana works phenomenally fast, beautifully fast. Okay, mm-hmm. and transaction costs are cheap. So for example, if you're trading between two coins, maybe um, USDC, yeah. and you're buying Solana, you can buy tens of thousands of Solana, and maybe it'll cost you zero point zero 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 two. Maybe it costs like you know one cent equivalent of one cent or two cents whereas you do on ethereum you're lucky if you're not paying you know 70 if you're not paying 80 dollars i know (laughs) it's too expensive it is for the everyday job people that are not rich if you're rich and you're dealing with hundreds of thousands not a problem you know and that's one of the beauties of solana so what's happened is these these layer twos which are on top of ethereum are attempting to present the same i actually i i actually uh got bumped off a fair bit can you, can you take that back i a call came in for me so i got bumped okay. off for a, for a second okay. yeah not a problem so i was saying you know solana is phenomenally fast mm-hmm. transactions are cheap right okay? yeah you can you can you know use for example usdc to buy let's say solana or other coins on the network mm-hmm. and it will cost you a fraction of a cent right you try and buy you know um a crypto on ethereum okay Ooh. for example you can you it's it's painful it is unless you're very rich you know you can be spending i mean there are days i want to do something and it's charging me more than 10 percent of the Ooh. actual value of the coins i want to buy what's the point in that yeah. okay so that which is why you know blockchains like solana and luna are fantastic okay mm. however solana it's felt that Solana may not yet be as matured as Ethereum from a security perspective. Okay. Ethereum has literally never gone down. Yeah. As a network. Solana went down for, you know, several, several hours um, about three weeks ago. I see. And that, that, is and that is not good. That is not good, especially if worldwide you have major industries which have been built on top of you. Yeah. yeah. The cost to everyone collectively is huge. Okay, so what's there is that a lot of these layer twos that work on Ethereum are attempting to make Ethereum layer two such like Matic. Okay, they're attempting to make Ethereum faster because they pull the transactions off of Ethereum and mm-hmm. compute them. Okay, but doing the transactions on those um, layer twos is cheaper. Mm-hmm. So you, if you did it, you know, so that's the goal of the layer twos to, you know, literally to get you to the kind of speeds and reduce costs that the newer blockchain technologies and currencies are able to achieve okay. while you still have the security of having Ethereum, Ethereum. underneath. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So, I think yeah, that's, so that's, that's valuable. Yeah, that, that's, that's valuable. So that's kind of what's going on at the moment. Um, I think we may have run out of, we're close to running out of time. I, I'm tempted to we, touch on... You know, we we uh, are running out of time. So you're tempted to touch on what? NFTs, non-fungible tokens. Um, yeah, I yeah. touch upon it briefly, but okay. we definitely need to have an, a, a separate session for NFTs because okay. well, I, I think it's really important. So yeah. yeah, if you can touch upon it briefly so, to give uh, like a teaser for our listeners. Okay. So NFTs are basically referred to as non-fungible tokens. Okay. okay, and what non-fungible means is that you, you you can't replicate it. So, for example, if you have one dollar, every dollar looks identical. Every naira looks identical. Every Correct. GBP one pound is the same as the other. That's fungible. You can replicate. You replicate. Whereas yeah. non-fungible is you don't you can't replicate it. That's basically what it means. And NFTs are basically, especially currently, if you look at NFTs like um, people when you play a game okay and you win something in a game okay online maybe a sword yeah okay or some kind of treasures you know something you know or a new skin in a game that is in effect an nft it represents something okay Mm -hmm. electronically so literally almost everything eventually will be represented with nfts in the future i'll give a, a simple funny but real example recently mcdonald's us issued yeah. an nft 
McDonald's mm. US? Yes, which okay. you could mint. You paid for and you minted it. So you mint the NFT. Okay. And that NFT gives you certain rights to take into McDonald's. Really? Another one was Times Magazine. They issued some NFTs where if you were able to get hold of that NFT and were fortunate, you would get Times Magazine's, I believe for a certain period, I can't remember all the details anymore. So people literally, are, they fight over each other and compete to be the to first To get the one. NFTs. Yes. And that causes the gas price, which is the transaction price to actually so there's the cost of the nft and there's the gas price the transaction price to actually get the nft because everybody's rushing people so the gas price really goes high yeah and that yes and that's a challenge that you know ethereum has at the moment and cool but i'm gonna stop there uh but the future, <laughs> the future i'm really is, enjoying this you know <laughs> the future is nfts yes um, metaverse metaverses i mean if yeah. you can get into metaverses early and mm-hmm. if you can anybody listen if you can do research for example on how to get into new projects that are using zk rollups yes and i do have rollups, a few yeah you may be fortunate to to get a gold mine that is the equivalent of solana when it was one cent right 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 but that's just okay. that that's how far leave and do your own research we need to <laughs> thank you bella we definitely need we need you back we definitely need to have another another session so let's get uh, this one uh, done first <laughs> and then we'll take another day we'll take one day for nft we'll take one day for metaverse we we'll take one day for marrying the two and everything else in between <laughs> there's so much to learn about you know this space and you know yes. I, it's i don't know it's, it's just uh, yeah absolutely absolutely and trust me even i i mean i'm in awe and it feels like i'm in a candy store because it's never enough you just want to have everything but it's yeah. i mean we, we can't have everything this is why again the dyor becomes important do your own research yeah. just so we don't take the poisonous stuff and we take the good stuff the good stuff that would help us and um and yeah the and world just keeps getting mistakes. younger Everybody and everyone makes, makes exactly. and this, but spread exactly. your bets you know in different yeah. areas yeah. yeah yeah and that's super important and that's the hedging spreading the bets so yes well uh thank you so much oh my goodness I, I i i really don't even want you to go <laughs> I, <laughs> I feel like i want to keep talking more and more about this but listen Bella, thank you so 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 much You're for your welcome. time today i've thoroughly enjoyed this i've thoroughly enjoyed it and yeah but definitely we we would have you back uh, blue citron you're our best friend here <laughs> definitely having you back <laughs> well <laughs> A big thanks to our listeners as well. Thank you so much. And I hope you've learned quite a lot from uh, what Bola said today. And we're definitely having him back where we're going to talk more about NFTs. And then we'll talk about the metaverse as well. So please stay tuned and uh, we'll be back uh, uh, for you. So thank you so much. And until next time, it's Bim from Blue Citron. And do enjoy the rest of your day. Take care. Ciao.